Hello, you amazing people out there. Welcome to the Amazing Action Comics Podcast, where we are all about independent comics. I'm your host, Angel with Phil Pepe. Thanksgiving, Angel. Happy thank well, happy belated Thanksgiving. Day right? after Thanksgiving, yeah, yes. Day after Thanksgiving. How was yours? Uh it was quiet. Uh it was a quiet Thanksgiving, which was which was nice, actually. Okay. Well, I'm Puerto Rican, so we don't know the meaning of quiet. <laughs> so we ended up going to Brooklyn yesterday to my in-laws' house. And I love right. them to death. They're just fantastic. And usually it's small, so it's just like immediate family. But yeah. for some reason, everybody and their mothers just came out of the woodworks yesterday. Sure, sure. So and and it's so weird. Like I used to be able to eat. I was like an eating champion. So I'd be like getting seconds and thirds and fourths. Dude, after the first plate, I was laying down on the couch, crying, holding my belly about how full I was. And then I fell asleep for like an hour. I'm such a freaking lightweight. Well, welcome to middle age. Oh my god! But dude, it was just like I have. I don't really eat turkey. And yeah. my my uh, father-in-law is like uh, a retired chef. Ooh. So uh, the, the turkey was like, it was so like, normally people would just make turkey where it's just so dry. Right. This was so juicy and just nice. like, oh my, like my mouth is watering right now and I'm still stuffed from yesterday, <laughs> which is crazy. That's awesome. That's but awesome. it was nice. It was cool to hang out with the family and stuff like that. So yeah, we had a good time. Had a good time. Cool. Good, no, good, good. The That's only all, thing you I, know, well, long time coming, right? Because yeah. there really wasn't much of a Thanksgiving last year. So no, and and when we were going through the apocalypse and shit like that, I could get from you know <laughs> our house to Brooklyn in like fifteen minutes, which is crazy. <laughs> but yesterday was oh, I do not miss the traffic at all. Yeah, I hate, yeah. It's like, I, and I hardly ever use the word hate, but I hate every single person that's on a road oh, I know, when, when I know. I'm on the road and shit. So, um, yeah. all right, cool. So we hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, welcome to another edition of the Indie Comics Review. Um, this is for the week of 1124. Wow, yeah. Almost the end of the year. I know. Already. I it's know. It's insane. Well, we I got know. a couple more before the end of the year. So we got some good stuff coming up. Um, I guess, so uh, Phil and I just had the same uh, two books this week. So... Uh, I guess we'll dive right into it. So why don't you start with uh, Joy Operations? Sure, sure. So Joy Operations is a new series from Dark Horse Comics. And it is written and created by Brian Michael Bendis and Stephen Byrne. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis, uh, if you don't know, is the writer. Stephen Byrne is the artist. Uh, Joshua Reed did the lettering. Um, and this is basically a, a brand new opening salvo in Brian Michael Bendis's ongoing, uh, Jinx World, uh, operation. So Brian Michael Bendis, for those who don't know, uh, you know, is basically the indie comics darling. Uh, the guy started making his own comics in college like 30 years ago. Uh, really had some great success right out the, the, the gate doing his uh, self-publishing indie stuff. Uh, got the attention of some larger indie publishers. Uh, made some waves, uh, I think, with Image. With uh, Powers was a big series with Image. And that rolled into a very lengthy uh, career uh, with the mainstreams. So, you know, he is uh, responsible for the Ultimate Universe line, specifically Ultimate Comics, uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, uh, Ultimate, you know, Spider-Man gave is Miles Morales, mm -hmm. uh, great IP for for Marvel and for for this guy as a creator. Uh, he shifted over at DC, did some stuff for DC. Still is over at DC, uh, but wherever Bendis goes, usually his Jinx World uh, follows. And this time, though, he took it to Dark Horse. So Dark Horse is going to be reprinting a bunch of his old Jinx World stuff and starting new things like this 
thing called Joy Operations. First thing I'm going to say is the art in this is gorgeous. The world that uh, is set up here is very interesting. Um, and this art deco style art that Stephen Byrne brings to the table uh, is very cool. It's uh, very retro futuristic, uh, which I really dug. I dug the look of this book. Um, it's all set up uh, and it's very interesting how it begins because you do have this voiceover narration um, and you're kind of wondering whose voice this is uh, because there is a, a person involved, but it doesn't quite seem like the voiceover captions are matching exactly what the person's going through. And then as you find out um, as, as so, so again, one of my hangups about something like this, I'm just going to go right into this mm -hmm. is you're, you're, you're jumping into a, a futuristic world or an alien world uh, where things have certain meanings and terms and mm -hmm. locations, mm -hmm. <laughs> excuse me, have different names and you have to learn all that. Right. And you're kind of hit the ground running on this one. So information is given to you very quickly. Um, and I did kind of have to go back and reread some parts of this just to make sure I was getting it. Uh, so basically we have this, this futuristic society. Uh, there is, you know, a very rich figurehead uh, who, uh, who kind of is controlling a lot of the stuff that is going on there. Of course they have their supporters and they have their enemies uh, and they have their protectors. And this character joy that we are following is uh what they call an n dot voy so it's basically a guard for uh this uh the the, the uh, marquess uh montrose catherine Mon montose is this rich figurehead that joy is basically assigned with protecting but as you find out as you go through there's another presence inside of joy's head it's an n dot voy from another uh, like sector, yeah. Sector, another city, another grouping uh, that basically says this person you're protecting actually is, is the worst. Is not in need of protecting. Is in need of stopping. And so that's that's set up. That's that's basically essentially where they leave you. Uh, you have your main character Joy, who again I think the look is great. I like that it's is a, an older character. Uh, so usually a lot of these female characters they're younger and and you know they're 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 just spry and at the top of their game or just figuring out this person feels a little more world weary a little more tired and i i feel the art reflects that as well and then you have this other end dot voy inside joy's head trying to, to to lead joy on a mission by occupying her body yeah. so really heady stuff and it's a lot of information dumped in that first issue uh that being said a very solid first issue uh does leave you wanting more mm -hmm. uh but again with bendis it's always a big choice do you do the monthly or do you wait for the collected yeah. and this i think um like with a lot of bendis's especially as jinx world stuff i think is going to serve better once it's all collected in one big giant chunk uh you can really dive into this world without breaks and and really get it lost in stephen burns artwork and really get caught up in this uh this thing that bendis has created yeah no 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 i i absolutely agree um i did i enjoyed it I, I, the art like i said is, is absolutely amazing i it almost felt like too clean for me 
mm-hmm. I was just like, it's so damn clean that I don't want to touch it. <laughs> or like, like I don't know. I was look, it, like, it threw me off a little bit because I've not seen clean art. Like, all the lines were clean. But yeah. then I stood back and I said, okay, what world are they creating? And it's sort of like that futuristic utopian world where it would everything would have to be a straight line. Everything yeah. would be solid and stuff like that. So it definitely worked. I mean, that with the colors and everything was fantastic. I don't know if you noticed, but in one of the pages, there was an old man wick like poster i I did see that yes yeah and i was like what the hell is that in reference to (laughs) it was a great visual gag yeah yeah is it like it is a part of this world or whatever it is it threw me for a loop for a second but i thought it was fantastic it's Um, uh it's you know yeah so it is an indication that you're in i guess a future world and mm -hmm. it's sort of a play on you know the endless sequels of John Wick that we're seeing, uh, and this, that's what the, it is—a TV screen. And the trend in the the mainstream comics, especially the the Marvel side, which mm-hmm. I think Bendis is involved in some of them. The old man, dot dot dot, right? Yes, so yes. Old man Logan, old man. Hawk, Hawk, Hawk. Uh, but I thought was really funny is it it reminded me of a great visual gag uh, from Airplane Two, the lesser sequel. Um, <laughs> and there's a point where Sonny Bono is in the the newsstand at the airport airport. And he's buying the bomb, right? Because he just buys the bomb right. at, the, uh, at the newsstand in the airport. And in behind him is a poster. And it's the Rocky Three poster, because that was the big movie of the day. Mm-hmm. And it was an old man. It was Stallone as an old man, but he had the belt and the gloves, right? He's doing the same pose, but he's an old man. And it said, like, Rocky 10,000 in Roman numerals <laughs> underneath. And at that, to me, I was like, oh, that's a great little visual <laughs> gag. So, so, so that, that old man wick totally reminded me of that that gag from airplane 2 that that the countless sequels it's an old it's an old joke and, I, and it played well i think in this one yeah it was good it was funny so i was like it took me through a loop and stuff like that so we know that we're <laughs> that far into the future which yeah is fantastic um yeah and story- keanu can't be stopped no he can't he'll <laughs> he live forever he'll i'll live as all um story-wise yeah i agree with you it, it was it was really easy to follow, but yeah. with like anything new, it's learning the lingo of that particular world and stuff like that. It kind of threw me for a loop as well. So that brings me sort sort of like towards the end of the book. So in the end of the book, he does this really great, you know, column, mm-hmm. um, which we haven't seen in quite some time because most comics don't have columns anymore. Yeah. Um, and they used to just be in every single comic growing up. And he kind of like makes note of that and gives you a little bit of uh inside of when Jinx started, like, in the 90s and his college years, yep. which was fantastic. Um, I, I, I would have probably appreciated maybe a, a glossary of terms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that probably would have helped that a lot because they're still using words or they're using, you know, uh, their language that I was like, what the hell is that? What the hell is that? And you kind of have to assume or make assumptions on your own, uh, educated guesses. Sometimes when, you, when you're reading... And all of a sudden, you're in that imaginary, you know, right side of your brain. And then you have to switch to the left side of your analytical brain. It kind of, there's a little bit of a struggle. And that's mm-hmm. what I was going through with appreciating the art, staying in that world for a second. And all of a sudden, they use this word. I'm like, what the hell? I thought I was doing <laughs> like Spanish or Chinese. or, And then you have to try to kind of figure out what it means. Like, I still don't know what verses are or right. is. So in the context of, you know, the way she was using it. Right, so, right. Regardless, though, the story was really, really, I mean, the art was beautiful. The story was easy to follow if you got past sort of like that little bit of a lingo. And it did leave me on a cliffhanger of wanting more. So it's very rare that I want to like continue with a story, but I'm definitely going to pick up issue two because I need to find out who this person is that's in her head. Right. Um, and she's doing everything in her power right now to kind of resist that. 
And so she's, you know, leaving herself to be locked up so that she doesn't have to deal with the guy that's in her head. Mm -hmm. um, so it's going to be interesting. So, yeah, I think, I, you know, I, I haven't read a lot of his stuff, but um, this was actually pretty good. So, yeah. Um, yeah, if you guys want to check it out, it's sort of like that. I want to say superhero it might fall under that umbrella a little bit. Um, but it's going to be more of like a futuristic sort of like bodyguard save the world kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, Joy Operations from Dark Horse. Yeah. And you actually pointed out a really good point and another good, you know, another reason why you might want to continue, continue picking this up monthly or, or those who are interested, uh, the letter column. So yeah, in that article, mm -hmm. Bendis talks about bringing back the letter column. And if you were reading powers back in those days, the, the early Jinx world stuff, the, the letter columns were usually even more interesting sometimes than the actual comics themselves. And mm -hmm. they don't always collect those letter columns, but one of the things that Bendis really did well, uh, when he was an up and coming, uh, was having this open line of communication with his fans through the letter columns. And uh, some really interesting discussions would go on there. They were worth just as much as the book, I felt, as far as a value. Yeah. So, yeah, to see that Bendis is continuing with that in this Internet age uh, is really cool. Letter columns, you know, when you, they go back even before we were reading comics as a kid. And it's yeah. always kind of fun to, to see that community uh, in a letter column. And again, it's a lost art because of the internet and stuff well, these days. So. Yes, because the, the internet didn't always exist. <laughs> no, I, and no. it's, it's, I find it sort of like ironic because it's almost like uh, it's, it's counterintuitive because we do have the internet, so all that interaction can happen online. Yeah. But, I, but I, you know, with that being said, once it's on the internet, it kind of just it, it scrolls through. Yeah. But you can always go back to your letter columns to see that hard copy. And that interaction is just like sitting paper, which is fantastic. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, check it out, guys, and see if you want to interact with uh, Michael Bryan Bendis there. Um, okay, <laughs> moving on. So our last book uh, is from Source Point Press, yeah. which I have not read any of their stuff in like a long time. I can't remember right. the last book I got from Source Point Press. Um, but this one's called Good Boy. Is written by Garrett Gunn and Christina Blanche. Uh, you got art and colors by Kit Williams, um, which is funny because that's like a kitty cat name uh, <laughs> for a dog book. And then lettering and design by David Lentz. Um, all right, what can I say about this book? By far, my favorite fucking book of the week. Holy shit. I did not think it was going to be this good at all. And I'm not big on like anthropomorphic, you know, stuff. Like I didn't read Stray Dogs just because... It's, it's dogs that can talk. Right, um, right. It's not my thing, but holy shit. So, and it's funny because we're talking about Old Man Wick and Joy <laughs> Operation. This is fucking, what if John Wick was a dog? Or, or, or what if John Wick's dog survived? No, no. What if John Wick was a dog and a human was like his pet? Was his pet, right. Yes. Well, well, it, it, well, I mean, I, let's go, go on because there's, there's a lot of, yeah. For a quick read, there was a lot of information. In there that. was, there was a lot. Yeah. So it kind, of, so I, this is because because I've seen every single freaking John Wick movie like three <laughs> times. So I could not help but read it, like if it was a fucking John Wick movie starring a dog, yeah. uh, which was fantastic. So and that's but, the intention, of course. I believe, yeah, it has to be because there's like even lines in it that just you know reference you know, certain things, uh, which are funny. But basically, what you have is you have uh, this dog. Um, what's his, did it give his name? Did he give his name? Did he? The dog, I think, is named Jack, right? Or is it? Oh uh, no! Isn't Jack or... his his owner? 
John was oh, his John's owner. owner. That's the thing. John is his owner, and right. John has a secret past that he talks about. Correct. And um, uh, there's a point where he has his collar, though, too. He ditches his collar. And he ditches his collar on top of this. All right, so basically what you have is you have an anthropomorphic world where dogs can actually talk. So basically, uh, let's call him Jack for now. Jack's owner is dead. Um, and basically, they were... Flint. Oh, Flint. Yeah. All right, so Flint was his name. Um, so basically, Flint was sort of like the John Wick of his world. Um, and he had the dog that would go with him on missions and stuff like that, and they did pretty much everything together. And what kept him grounded was the woman that they had in their life, which was Flint's wife or girlfriend at the time, whatever. Um, for some, she's, she's taken away and ended early, and then he starts spiraling down his whatever. Like, she was sort of like the glue that kept him grounded. Um, similar to like the John Wick movies, if you've seen them. Yeah. Um, and so basically, he's ends up dying. We're not going to tell you how or when, but <laughs> you pretty much have sort of like this. And it's so great. Like the the writing in here is fantastic because it's it's written in layers and it's written almost like a crescendo mm-hmm. of him starting off with like you know, hey, say a little softer now, say a little softer now, get a little out. And then it's like he's taking this his idea of what he wants to do to avenge Flint, but it's, it's taken up each level with something that he says. But then it's also combined with the way that the artist draws, how the how his face is changing, how his demeanor is changing, which which you don't find a lot in comics. Like, you don't find a buildup from panel to panel. Yeah. And, like, you know, from context to context. But this did it really great. And so you have this dog, you know, saying, this is what I'm going to do. And then ends up saying, no, I'm fucking going to avenge your fucking death and kill everybody <laughs> in my wake. Um, yeah, so, and, and then just go throughout the story without giving away too much. Uh, he's pretty much going to be hunted down because of whoever killed his owner um, wants to take care of everything and just get everything out of the way. And they send a group of whatever to kill him, and he ends up taking them out. And, dude, it, it, there's so much great stuff in here, like the, the paw print, like, like his secret base where yeah. he puts his paw on it to open up underneath the doghouse. It's just clever and it, it was just really, 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 really fun. And you got like the mysterious bad guys in the limousine with like, you know, one horrific reveal midpoint and then one dramatic reveal right at the end as to who's really pulling pulling the leashes, yes. as we'll say on yes. this one. Yes. Um, yeah, really great, um, just dynamic artwork, uh, uh, very cartoony, uh, but also very, you know, there's a real realism about it too, even though you're dealing with anthropomorphism. Uh, but like, you know, there's a real nice action to the fight scene mm-hmm. um, and some really cool details like the eight ball on his keychain like just some really cool cool stuff by kid wallace on his art uh just some some real fun uh yeah and it's kid- completely opposite of joy operations like yeah, yeah, this art yeah. is raw it's crude yeah. but it works for this freaking book yeah it really just brings you into this world and it's a very interesting world as far as the anthropomorphism goes because like one of the things you you know you mentioned up straight stray dogs um and and stray dogs to everybody else they were dogs Right, right, right. They were talking to each other, other. but they were like dogs talking to each other. Uh, In this, in the flashbacks, Flint is a dog. He's four-legged, man's best friend with his buddy John and Tiffany. You know, Mm -hmm. he's drawn as a dog in the flashbacks. 
But after this whole incident happens and he's left by himself, he's just now he's anthropomorphized and they just accept it. And there's even a great kind of fourth, almost a fourth wall breaking line uh, with this waitress that he rescues at the end. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's talking to the cop. And yes, yes, yes. The yes, cop yes. goes, uh, you know, says, wait, and then the giant crazy dog assassins fought to the death. And she goes, I don't know why you all are acting so suspicious of me. You know, anthropomorphic characters exist in this literary universe. Mm-hmm. And that's all you need to know. Yeah. It's just that at some point he was acting like a dog. And now Flint is just walking on two legs, shooting guns, beating up bad guys. And it's just accepted in this world. And I love that. I just kind of like that throwing all explanation to the wind and just going with it. Yeah, and I thought no. that was a nice touch. It's such a fun book. I mean, there was nods in there too. Even with the coins, I was like, "Oh my god, yep. they brought out the mint coins!" But the the, the that case, you know, it, when you have a book and it's 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 fast paced because I mean it's only like I think twenty four pages. Yeah, but you get so much information, but you get explanation behind things. Like basically, you have like these uh let's let's just call them assassins for now, hired assassins uh, of different factions, and they were like they would do. F- Payment were favors. Yes. So they would do favors for politicians, and politicians would do favors for the assassins or or, or these groups. And and basically, what they needed to do was they they need to be able to track that, not on paper, but every time they performed a favor, they got a coin. So he had a stack of all these coins. So the amount of favors <laughs> that they must have done, I was like, holy shit! And then the little lady that pulls up in the truck behind, uh, to the side of the dog. To like it's like uh, uh like an alias or something like that. Yep. So like, are we gonna see you again? She's like, nope. <laughs> Done. So he's gonna set all how like this one. I'm definitely gonna follow through. I'm I'm pretty sure it's not an ongoing. I'm almost yeah. positive it has to be a short. But if it keeps going the way that it's going, it's just gonna be a bloody mess, just like a John Wick movie. <laughs> um, but you don't need much more than that um, because the main story is him just avenging his you know master's death. So that's all you need. Um, and then the way that it ends with that last, you know, freaking picture of the Doberman. I'm like, <laughs> OMG, I want to see that fight so badly. Yeah, this is a good one. This is a really good uh, good one this week. So Yeah, Source good Point boy. did a really good job on that. Good boy. So good boy from Source Point Press. Uh, I, even if you're not, like I'm not, athro, no, anthro, promorphic uh, <laughs> enjoyment. <laughs> um, this one was, yeah, you, you'll definitely enjoy it. Yeah. Especially if you like that, you know, just punch in the face, bloody stuff. Yeah, it's um, just good action comics right out the gate. Really, really good. Um, all right, cool. So you have two really good solid books this week. You have Joy Operations, and then you have Good Boy as well. So you might want to head over to your local comic shop, uh, pick those up, and uh, give them a little bit of support. So other than that, yeah, just uh, remember, um, head over to AmazingActionComics.com. We've got some really great stuff on there as well. Uh, we got more stuff coming in January, which I'm really excited about. So... Um, if you are a creator, it's funny, but we just got something uh, the other day, uh, an email from this guy who has a, a bunch of stuff that's uh, written and published. Um, so I'm, I'm actually reading that now. I have, you know what? I have to send you a copy as well. Okay. So you can take a look at it and then we can review it. I like to have nice. him on, so I'm going to reach out to him and have him on. Um, awesome. Some really cool stuff. There's, an, uh, there's a, a, like a Christmas anthology, like horror thing, which is fantastic. Cool. Um, I, I want to try to see if we can get that in time for the Christmas and, and it just makes sense um and then he has like a short series of other stuff so that'd be cool um so yeah if you're a creator and you want to promote stuff just uh, head over to amazingactioncomics.com slash podcast um fill out the form and we'd love to have you on uh talk about your story um and like i said support your little comic shops hey uh phil where do you get your comics from i get mine at the joker's child in fairlawn new jersey 
Of course uh, you do. They were closed yesterday, but they're, we're back at it today. So Yeah, it's a big holiday season coming up, and, you know, these uh, local businesses definitely uh, rely on your support. So head over to your local comic shop, show them some love. If you ever feel on the jersey, definitely check out the Joker's Child because I'm pretty sure they'd be happy to see you. Absolutely. Um, yeah, uh, remember, AmazingActionComics.com, subscribe to this podcast, and we will be back next week, which is going to be the first week of December. Holy shit. Yep. <laughs> and we're like right there. 2022 is right around the block. So it should yeah. be a good year, folks. Um, yeah, keep drawing. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep creating. It's going to be fantastic. And until then, be amazing, stay amazing, and read something amazing. <laughs>